Yeah. Oh. oh. Now you go. We could always edit it. I had to bleep out right. the other word last week. Um, what word? I don't know. Um, what's <laughs> good? <laughs> How you gonna try to get me fucked up? Thirty seconds in. I didn't know what you was talking about. Yeah, that's that's, that's fucked up, week. man. You supposed to? You're not supposed to help your your, your man's gets jammed up. I don't know what you said last week. That's like. <laughs> who said it? Who said it? Who what was the word? And who said it? You said it. I ain't say shit, man. <laughs> I ain't say shit. Um, I hear you. I'm ignorant, everybody. So, like, don't take what I say as, like, personal. Or, like, don't take what I say as, like, this should be the life you follow. Um, or the way you live your life. Like, don't come to me for that kind of advice. Um, what's good? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of The Real Big Three. Uh, we have – Tony will be joining us shortly. He's off counting money somewhere. We got the father of the years in the building. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Just a squirrel trying to get a nut, trying to make a little money provide for the kids, you know. You what, number two is in what, three months now? Yeah, well, yeah, the end, so like closer to four months because it's the end of November. End of November is the due date. Yeah, okay. yeah, November 28th. Okay, okay. Yeah, man. You excited? I don't know. Obviously, um, it's probably different, kid one to kid two. Um, it's definitely different. I'm, I'm excited, though. Like, I'm excited. Like, the feeling you get for the, like the first time is different. That's what I was going to ask. It's, I feel like you kind of from figuring or finding out all the way up until like your child's born is kind of like this surreal feeling the whole nine months versus I feel like once you've done it once, it's hard to recapture like that original feeling again. Yeah. Cause the first time you're going to go through a lot of, there's going to be a lot of shit like, you know, though, between the time of finding out and the time that the baby get, you know, kind of go through a lot of emotions of being excited, being happy, being nervous. Like, because it's like you ain't never had to be responsible for like another like little person and shit. Like, you got to make sure they eat, change their ass, make sure they don't get diaper rash, all type of, you know. Nah, that's a fact. All about like, So it's like, and then it's like when you had a second, it's like you excited, but that window in between is different because it's like, but yeah, no, it's like that second time. That second time around, though, it's like, like I said, you kind of you feel like you're a professional. Of course, you're still learning as you go, but it's like the whole uh, the shock value ain't real, ain't, ain't ain't the same no more. Even even though you're still excited, they say. Um, like I worked at I worked in the school district for six years. A lot of parents used to tell me, and I heard this from older people too, is, and it's not really a slight. It's just it's it's just actually going through the experience the first time is that a lot of them that have multiple kids, they'll, they'll always say, yeah, my first kid was the easiest. My first kid was like the most well-behaved, the best to go through whatever. And that's where they decided to have more kids. Whereas some of them said, nah, my first one was hell. I'm, I'm not ever doing this again. Do you feel like you get that or not saying specifically to your daughter, but do you think if like, let's say there was hypothetically, right? Like rough pregnancy, rough first year being a parent um like shit was just it was going still excited to have a child but shit was just rough do you think you'd be as willing to jump into having a second one or no shit was rough <laughs> he was just like no nah, it was <laughs> no like like no the first like it was rough. like the first year like was rough like and i mean not not the taking care of the baby aspect but the fact of living life where it's like no sleep 
you know, some nights you forget to eat, you know, you, you're so caught up in taking care of the baby, you know, uh, and, and if you, I mean, you know, it could take a toll on your relationship if you, you know, if, if y'all not like in a good space as it is just because, you know, and not because anything anybody is doing, but it's, uh, it's an adjustment, like having a, you know, when you somebody that, you know, both of y'all work full time and shit. And then all of a sudden now, the little time y'all might have had together now, now it's like y'all split that between a, a third little person. So it's like, you know, it, it, that shit is, I mean, it, it was, it was the first year, like it was, it was a lot, but it wasn't like, it wasn't really nothing to turn me off to say, oh man, I would never have another kid. Like, like my daughter is like, like my daughter, like the first year she, my daughter was like, almost like the perfect baby. Like these days, Oh man, she get into some shit. <laughs> she shit it twice within like an hour and a half today. And I'm just like, what the fuck did you eat? Hey man. All right, Tony is now here. How you doing? Shut up. You finally got done counting all your money? Fashionably late. He on his dip set shit. Counting my money. <clears throat> I want everybody to know. Y'all think I'm playing when I say <laughs> these niggas won't hear from me when I'm up. <laughs> and man, it's gonna be fucked up if you like really ghost us when you get up in life. <laughs> like that's what's really just gonna be fucked up. Like just gonna be sitting back like niggas thought it was jokes. I was honest. Damn. He wasn't he he really wasn't laughing. <laughs> he wasn't for play play. No, that's a fact. Um since we're here real quick, I just want to get this out of the way. Um I this is really cool. So I want everyone to be in here before I say it. Um, shout out to everybody that's listening. Appreciate y'all. Um, the last 30 days, the network has done on average over 10 hours of listen time uh, between all the shows. So I don't got like a little clap sound effect or whatever, but that was super exciting to see. Um, I've been doing this shit like when I was getting like shit. If I was getting 10 minutes, like a week of niggas listening, I was hyped. Um, I got episodes that got no views, no listens, like all that shit. And so to be the most momentum we've ever had, uh, shout out to everybody listening. Appreciate to both of y'all, obviously. Um, when this, for this podcast specifically, uh, when we first started, it was Will and I recording the PS5. Um, and that's how I know. And I shouted Will out on AM, but Will was a real one. Will just, I just told him, I was like, yo, I'm trying to do this. Here comes my cat. Just fucking everything up. Um, I was like, yo, I'm trying to do this. Uh, what you think? And Will was like, yeah, I'm down. Like, what kind of mic you use? I sent him the Yeti. No no questions asked. Like, bro, about a webcam. Yeti spent like $200 plus on it. The first, just off I know, of Will. I ain't, never, like, I, ain't never, I ain't never bought a webcam in my life. <laughs> I think you had, no, did you have a webcam for your PlayStation? Or we was just no. using the mic? No, we was just using the mic. Oh, I was just using the mic. All right. Still, regardless, like... In the I, think I, we was, I think I was about to buy the little PlayStation camera shit though. I, 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 I might have one with someone. I could. I regardless. I, I never. I never used. I never used it back then. Though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But um, yeah. whatever. So, but yeah, yeah, niggas was there. Yeah, no niggas was there. Like that was super. Like just and the Eddie isn't the cheapest mic to buy. So it was like just believe it, niggas. Oh, <laughs> um, to stop saying it so much. So. <laughs> You gonna be one of them? Yeah, man. Uh, 
It's a fact he did that just off I the rip. This nigga. What the fuck? Are you vaccinated? Hey, man. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm lying. I just put a band-aid on. <laughs> Yo, this nigga. <laughs> it was for theatrics. We will be the nigga that when they ask him, like, yo, you vaccinated? He ain't even going to pull out the car. He's going to roll his sleeve up like, yo, my nigga, you see this? What you mean I'm unvaccinated? First of, first of all, anybody that need a car, you know. See, there's niggas like him, man. <laughs> I literally ain't said shit. All I said was, you know. Say, all I said was, you know. As I always say. See, but this is what happened Bronx, when they start assuming shit. All Bronx, I said was, you know. The Bronx. <laughs> All of Florida and Chicago. Justin, what did I say? I said for niggas that need now a car. Now you want to start throwing Cali in there because West Florida is real, dog. What did I say? I said for niggas that need a card, you know. That's it. I ain't said nothing I know, else. I, I know a nigga selling fake cards. Um so he <laughs> fucked up because he really vaccinated. I, that's why I, I don't know I don't know nobody selling fake cards, man. Niggas selling mad fake cards. <laughs> uh, and Cali, just because we got because if so it's illegal, I, I don't know nobody doing that shit. Don't know nobody doing that illegal. I'm not. I'm not saying names. Shit, this ain't Vlad. Um, <laughs> so when did you start selling crack? Justin, Justin, he's sending strays at Vlad. <laughs> he's trying to get into. He's trying to get into longer wars or some shit. Bro, Vlad asked you like, if you did, like, if you sold drugs, and asked you what block you did it on. That I nigga know, said, that you know, nigga. We, we might have to jump. We might have to jump Tony after we catch him sitting on black couch. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> nigga said Tony. Nigga, nigga, gonna be, he gonna be comfy as hell on that couch with his feet up and shit. Like nigga, if you don't get your ass <laughs> off this couch, no, that's that's gonna be in like the hard foul stock clause. Like you ever sit down with Vlad, you like you got a four sell. Oh no, nah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nigga, sit down with Vlad. They they push him automatically. Go to me. That go for you too, Matt. Um, uh, who? What white boy ever sat down with Vlad? MGK, probably. I don't know if he did or not, but I'm just assume. Well, white boy. Like we mean, like white white. Like yeah, white white. <laughs> like what other, what other kind of white is it? MGK make rock music now. I mean, all his rap shit MGK was like kind of rock shit. MGK said he fucked uh, Rachel Star. So that's a that's a W. If you know, you know. <laughs> hey man, see that's something I wish. Like if I, it might be he. That that might she she was she was legendary. She had like a she had a run. she had legendary. Had a run. Had a run. Yeah, yeah. I went. I don't know if she, she had a legend, like, but she had legendary moments. She, she's like Steve Smith tier. Like she's not like Randy Moss, but yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. But you know, she had she was like what porn stars Randy put, Moss? She's putting them up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hey man, look, this this show is only but so long. Hey yo, hey, oh nigga said there's multiple Randys. Nah, basketball analogies might work better though. Um, I how just because it's like you offense, you got offense and defense on football versus like basketball. It's like all right, you know. All right, max we'll contracts. Brian James with the shit. We equating we equating blowjobs like lockdown defense. <laughs> now, I just want to know how many, might, how many how many how many how many girls might, you get max contracts to Tony. <laughs> you said what you said, Justin. How many? How many of them you giving max contracts to? 
How many porn stars I'm giving Max? Like, we mean, like, Mahomes Max or fuck? No, NBA Max. We said NBA analogies. We sticking, like, how many of you give him? M- oh, so like, like, given, like, like uh, the four years. Like, like, like who, who would be, like, Chris, like Chris like, Paul at 37 country? No, nah, like, that, like, uh, no, nah, you need that Trey Young, like, the, ro- the rookie, the, 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 negative, the only negative to get multiple $200 million. The Super Max. That's a flex. The, the Mike Conley do. Um, I'm uh, never forget, Mike Conley was the highest played nigga in league history for like <laughs> six days. <laughs> who get the Mike? Who get the Mike Conley deal? And like, like who Mike? Who the Mike Conley of the prime Pinky for sure? No, nah, it's been, not even private. It's Pinky period because it was like she she had a run and then she like she got up bread and niggas was like, damn, did you you know did you deserve that bread like? Pinky started looking crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like not crying, yeah. Pinky, just Pinky, period. We already yeah. know who the Andrew Bynum is. Shout out to her. Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> Shout out to Mike. I don't know. Like, if I, if it was up to me, though, she ain't Andrew J- Bynum. Jada Fire get that, uh, that Steph contract. Both oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, nah, Jada for, like, if you say Jada Fire right now, you'll, you'll be like, yeah, she definitely getting the second match. <laughs> no, nah, it was like she got she got she got the original match for her work on the court, but like the second match is like the work she putting with, in off the court. With, with the with the no trade clause, like I pick where I go if y'all trade you. She got a player option on her shit. Like, and and a no trade clause. Who did Tim Duncan? Like just fundamental as hell. Like unfortunately, it got to be Sarah J. <laughs> literally, was, literally was about to say fucking Triple H. Hey, thank you, everybody that listens to this. This nigga called her Hunter Hirsch Helms live on the podcast. That's wild. Hey, yo. But no, she definitely, she got to be like, like, you no, gotta think like Sarah, she, Sarah J ain't do shit that was like outstanding, but it was just all good. Consistent, it was like, like it yeah, was all like, consistently yeah. solid. No, that's facts. All right, last one real quick. Who Shaq? Like, got like the most dominant prime, but that bitch only lasted like a couple years. Might be Roxy Reynolds. Is Roxy Reynolds? Is Roxy Reynolds Shaq? Definitely Roxy Reynolds. <laughs> like she, she was like, she was hey, it's like, like the, the fact like. One. Because Ro- Roxy Reynolds had a run of like consistent shit, and then she was just she was she was good after that. We could keep, you could you could throw a couple more out there, Justin. I could do this all day. All right, all right. So who gonna, who gonna be Grant Hill? Like you knew it was fire, oh, but it's like Shane of Blue. Like they didn't get to the heights you know they could have reached, but man, you got a couple of those. Fucking. I'm a church goer, so I don't watch none of this. Like, like literally, like five chicks just came to my head. Who you throwing out there? <laughs> Fucking uh, what's her name? Skin Diamond. Okay. It does really I, only I, watch I, never, I, like I, I know, name. but I ain't never get crazy into her work like that. Behind you, man. Porn is so crazy because they'll do like spoofs to anything. Like literally anything, like Friday, <laughs> well, fucking Fresh Prince of Bel Air, <laughs> Boys in the Hood, like all that. <laughs> whatever you would do, man. They got fire spoofs I've ever seen was a fucking good Space time. Jam, Space Jam three, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> hey, who, yo. Who, who would who would Cherokee be? Backdoor sluts nine, man. Uh, Giannis, <laughs> like when he started making free throws. Like when he went seven, what sixteen or seventeen or fifteen or seventeen the night of the uh, 
the, the, in, the, in, the, game in the game six, <laughs> definitely. When when when, Cher- when Cherokee got to these dumb men, that changed everything. Cherokee changed the game. <laughs> Cherokee changed the game strictly <laughs> for the fact that that niggas only remember that one, and y'all know which one I'm talking about. Hey, that's wild. When niggas know like what point you're talking about, like it's like you know exactly which one. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like the versus battle, man, when niggas said that Styles P gonna play that song. And if you know what that song is, man, if he would have played that, they would have had to cut that shit off immediately. Man, look. That is what we call a segue. No, that is that, I was not because Pinky Pinky Cherokee and Kelly Star, they was like the locks. Kelly Star. Yo, she might have been Kelly she Star could be Grand Hill. She she, you said she's chic. She definitely chic loose because it's one of the things where it's like she can compete with anybody, but like uh, yeah. she she good money though. She good money. They was definitely like the locks. Um, speaking of I, to be fair way. though, I actually so when that was brought up, by the way, just quick side bum, we're gonna get into that. Um, I got the dock up right now. Um, uh, I need to start bringing it up on my tablet. That's what I should do. Um, so. So that tweet was sent out, and, like, I understand, but niggas let Gucci get his shit off, so I don't know if there's any song that's really, like, off limits in the verses. Do you know that chic, that Styles P song? Dog, Gucci said, I killed you, no, 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 I no, killed no, you, no, homie. No, 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 you could get that shit off. Do you know that Styles P? You can definitely get that shit off. Like, do you know the, the nigga whose homie you killed, like, right in front no, of you? No, no, yes. no. Do you know the hook of that Styles P song? Uh, give me the bars, Tony. Break break down the bars real quick. <laughs> you are... no, no, hey, no, we're no, trying no. to get everybody jammed up, by the way. We'll start this shit off. We'll start this shit off before you got in here telling me, yo, can you repeat what you believed out last week? So just no, be careful. Right. I want this show to prosper. He tried to jam up. That out. I'm like, what you have to bleep out? I don't remember. That was a week ago, my nigga. You got kids and shit. I don't remember that shit. My nigga, you know it. Nah, my nigga, hold up. We not repeat. We not getting nobody jammed up, man. That's you. all. That's all. We not getting nobody jammed up, man. I respect it. Um, so let's let's let me pull this up real quick. Uh, all right. So let's start with um, since we just brought up the verses, let's start there, right? So, um, I don't know if niggas know this, but you all should just leave Jada Kiss alone. Um, like don't talk about him. Did we all did we all have the last one? Yes. Did you would you have had the locks running if you ain't see what I, didn't have, did I don't think I picked it? I don't think I picked anybody. So so we like talked about it. So the official so what we said as far as like being true to our word is we all said um we're going with the locks, but we don't know what the format is. We don't know if it's just like group songs versus group songs, or I don't if think I said that. I think I think I was more leaning towards the side of the locks was gonna smoke the niggas and everybody else was telling me it was gonna be close. No, well, because we talked about we don't know what the style is. So it's like, all right, you're doing like five the, songs. The only thing I know is that them set don't really fuck with each other in the locks. Them niggas still cool. <laughs> that's that's what I did know before that. Because <laughs> we talked about it. Uh, like Tony brought up, oh boy. It is like, all right, if you just do one like solo records, it's like, oh boy, might be the biggest record. Even though tech, like Jewels is on that song, but it's not an official Dipset song. So they started off obviously like all group songs went majority of the way with that. So <clears throat> while everyone, we all agreed, we fuck with the locks more than Dipset, not disrespectfully, just that's how it is. Um, 
we didn't know the format, so we didn't come out and say like, yo, this is exactly what we do. Like they win in regardless. Um which they did get solo shit off. But nah, Jada Kiss was on a different level. Like, um the performance, like I loved the tweet because I was thinking about it before Sunny before uh Tony sent it, which is like Jada Kiss showing off breath control, dipset sound like they got Delta. Because <laughs> Dipset, besides Cameron, that's the only one. Like, I won't say that. Like, Cam had moments. And, like, Cam was into it. Like, he was, when he was, was rapping. Was Ballin' bigger than Old Boy? <clears throat> I mean, they both Dipset records, if that's the case. Was Ballin' bigger than Old Boy from a, from a street perspective? Yeah, from, like, a. Well, no, I'm just laughing because I know you were saying, like, you were saying, like, Old Boy was probably the biggest, like, record out of, like. I mean, from, like, a chart standpoint. I got you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's probably close, but it's still from a from a street standpoint. Oh boy, wasn't like top five. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, if we if we talking from a street standpoint, then that you know, only then it's like, I mean, come on, come on now. <laughs> but yeah, my bad, Justin. Go ahead. No, <laughs> now you good. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Um, so like Cameron was okay. Like Cameron had moments. Like Cameron looked good. Jim was out of breath like two minutes into that shit. And I know them niggas didn't know the words. I don't know what they was out of breath for. They, 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 didn't, they didn't know the words. Man, Jim was sweating, sweating, like, after the first song. And I, I was like. How much you want to bet Kiss could have spit them niggas' verses better than them? Hey, man, look. This nigga Kiss, this nigga kiss knew everybody verse. Hey, man, look. Um, kiss loves that environment. Um, it's like. I don't know if can he we, feels. Can we talk about the the diamonds that was on that stage that night? Hey, tell us. Lead us segue. This rich nigga shit. This is your, this is your, this is your category. Rich nigga corner with uh, Antonio Singleton. Had to use the government <laughs> for that. Hey, yo, that needs to be its own show. Hey, I'm gonna executive produce that bitch one day. That when I it made me happy to see just all the strength because like. This this was a group of people. These is legends from like our childhood. So it was dope to see like these motherfuckers not like broken, fucked up, looking crazy. Like, and and it really is something you you like to see because you know a lot of the culture that that we grew up on that raised us is not something that was built on like you know save your money and invest and shit like that. So it's, it was good to see that these are a group of guys that made like good decisions. Okay, so uh, when, she, when, when she when she can when she can Styles came out with no chains on, I knew them niggas meant business. Be, <laughs> yeah. be that as it may, yeah, them watches yeah. was clearing at least eighty. So I actually like that point. Um, just been to a mature topic here, real quick. Um, and I put it on the docs. So I don't know if anyone got a chance to look at it. Um, is it was a really good week for niggas like Will. <laughs> I, I missed that in the doc, but elaborate. <laughs> Insulting niggas with children. <laughs> no, uh, the forty-plus-year-old niggas had a fantastic week. <laughs> hey, no, that that was pretty I should, funny. I should not have took a sip of water when you said that. No, shit. that was pretty funny. <laughs> hey, locks and Dipset. Like, obviously, like Dipset didn't look great on the stage next to the locks. But, like, the locks had a great week. Kiss especially had a great week. Uh, to Tony's point of, like, getting to see all of them because they all are legends. It's even if the locks smoked them, like, 
um, like two legends can beef. It's okay. And that was and I love them dip set records too that they played, but the energy the locks was giving was just it oh was yeah, just no, too it was, much, man. It well, was that's too what much. Kiss did the fab. It was like it wasn't even so much anymore. It's like I you could argue the records are like comparable or close, but Kiss just brought the energy and changed the environment, and that made the records even bigger. So like that's just that's what he does. Um, I've watched that I'm from New York clip at least 20 times since Tuesday. And, and that is, it's great. Every time they came out, every time they started talking shit to Kiss, he, he had an answer. He said, you ain't got no bigger New York record than this. I'm not from Miami. I'm, I'm not. I'm living in Colorado. Like, he said, come to my block, my nigga. The freestyle was the turning point of the battle. Like, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it was already winning. When he and played man. the Who Shot You freestyle, yeah, when he got like, into the freestyle, that's one of my favorite Kiss freestyles. I did not see that coming. Yeah, man. And, then, uh, and the DJ was so on point with it. Like, he he dropped the shit. He, 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 let him, he let him get the first couple bars. I would drop that shit out. Kiss got to talking this shit. They ran that shit right back. Hey, kick Cuomo out. Let Kiss run New York. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's remember who we talking about. <laughs> you don't think you're making a governor? No, nah, them niggas was up there. Nah, kid, they, they, they was disrespecting Joel. Hey, yo. like, like, I mean, a, my, a, me and my girl was watching that shit. I was like, this is literally like when when a group of niggas fuck with the little brother of another clique. Like, like aside from Kiss throwing the bandana on us, well, like, he's it's Kiss, Kiss said, what he said, I know niggas that went to jail just to get the XTTs. <laughs> and he just pointed at Joel's while I, I was like, this nigga is wilding. <laughs> <laughs> when Styles went to them niggas and just started rapping in their face, I said, "Man, this this had to happen when they was in their forties. Nah, like if <laughs> niggas if niggas didn't know they, they and then plus like he was looking like he was gonna kill all them niggas, so it was like y'all niggas might as well relax. Like, <laughs> that nigga said, out of niggas, all hundred niggas that was on the stage, it was like <laughs> wasn't nobody running up on Sheik. Yeah, man. No, it was it was a great night. Um, I'm not from New York, obviously, but like if you were a fan of like Super East Coast music, they definitely made it a um, like it was everything about it felt like New York, and it didn't feel forced. Everything about it felt like East Coast hip hop. Everything about it felt like um, it's it's a great night. Um, to my to my 40 year old point, no disrespect, will is. Between what Kiss did, what the Locks did, Dipset. No disrespect, Mello. Joel's might be 40. <clears throat> I don't know. Joel's 40. I don't feel like it, but I know for sure Jim is. Um, but Joel's... Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Um, and uh, like Nas dropped, Nas album was Joel's dope. Joel's is 39. Joel's 39. Okay, so close. Um, Nas album was fire. Um, it was dope. I even got a slightly decent Eminem verse. So it was like to see the niggas who are 40 plus um, and just how well they're doing. And like Tony said, it'd be a niggas like you grow up on. It'd be a niggas from your childhood. It's cool to see it actually play out this way. When you have like these other stories of like either dying too early or shit going fucked up in their personal life to see I'm not a fan of people like over glorifying celebrities, but when you get to see like truly impactful shit um, that is aged well, it's just a nice feeling. So, hey, y'all know Joel's real name? Off the top of my head, no. I know it if I hear it, I think. 
it's it's LeBron James. Oh no, I didn't know that. Nah. <laughs> hey, that was a nigga in uh LeBron James was a, a running back in like the first Madden draft we did. And that nigga was like a virtual rookie. I don't know if either y'all remember that. Not the med, not really, but yeah. y'all gave me some good summers. No, nah, that's a fact. That was even that was the game was dog shit. <laughs> it was more the game was definitely dog shit. But getting to do like it, it was at that point when, um, like when we were playing Madden, at least that's when like video games translated from like I I fuck with playing this video game versus like I like playing this game with friends, because I definitely wasn't trying to play games if I was just by myself no more. So, but when it was like that, when you had like people in there and like you had like the fantasy drafts, I would, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me when um, we tried to do like the big 32 man, like get every nigga to get a team. That shit, that was some bullshit. I don't know what I was thinking at 17 years old, but I would never do that shit again. Shout out to y'all niggas oh, that do it though. Overall, what, what was y'all thoughts on the verses? Like, what did y'all feel about just everything that went down? I feel... So, obviously, I loved what Kiss did. I loved what the Locks did. But I think if I, like, was being objective is Dipset didn't play, like, awful records. Dipset didn't go out there and just, like – I mean, their performance, you could say it was a little questionable. But it's, like, some of the verses, like, everybody comes off looking good. Like, the, the, the my go-to was, like, Snoop versus DMX, they both came off looking like legends. Dipset is still legends. It just didn't look like it in that night. Um, partly due to what or a lot to do with what Kiss was doing. Um, but at, overall, like it was entertaining from like pretty much start to finish. I probably like stopped watching like three fourths of the way through. Um, I heard Cameron left early. I can't confirm that. I didn't watch up to that point. Did Cam leave early? No, oh, no. I, 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 I was hearing it, but I don't know. The whole way through. He he was there all the way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like I said, I didn't watch the last couple because I had, I started other shit to do, and by the point I stopped watching, I knew who won. Um, and it was clear about five about five songs ago. Um, but I think it's cool when you see it with someone like Kiss. Um, because Will and I even talked about it just a couple episodes ago when uh, when you were here, Tony is like. Kiss has like this really weird spot where as great as you might think he is just because of where he's from, you could argue he's tier two from the own city he's at. If you go from New York, arguably Wait, like what? I was about to say, not in the city. If you do it, and I'm counting all the tri-state, I'm not going like breaking down. So I'm doing. Well, no, I'm saying you said in his own city. So are you saying the state of New York or are you saying? I'm, saying, I'm saying the state of New York. I'm saying okay, tri-state. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. So if you do the state of New York, I think the top three are pretty solidified. And it's between Jay, Nas, DMX. I think that is – and this isn't disrespect to Kiss. Is, wait, wait, wait. Living? Sorry, what I had four. Because right we did, we did four. What you, what we did saying? four. I'm sorry. No, I misspoke. We did four. And this is all time. We did four when we did this a couple episodes ago. And it was Jay, Nas, DMX, and Big. Those I were – DMX, I don't think. Huh? Wait, what are we talking about? We talking about just rapping? We talking about like who is considered to be like the best from um their state or their city. In this case, I'm talking yeah. about state. 
And not not and we're not talking about like what we feel personally. We just talking yeah. about what yeah. the overall consensus. what the perception is is those are probably the top. Who, that's who's the, the perception from though. I'm sorry. Who's that the perception from? I would I would uh, when we discussed it, it was just like general audience. If you did a quote unquote Mount Rushmore from New York, do you think Chris is on the Mount Rushmore from New York? Of rappers? Yeah. Probably not, I guess. But I mean, even that's not like a tier two thing. Well, no, that's no, I just only saying. four niggas anyway. Correct. So if it's you take those four, Kiss would be five for me. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, and I, in my own personal list, I I have Kiss above Biggie, but that's just my own list. Um, the so it's but it's cool when you get to see someone who's probably not like recognized like that across all the board across the general consensus you get to come out and have a showing like that and you get to see and he gets to prove why like i said nigga shouldn't say his name nigga shouldn't talk about him because it's clearly different when you're on the same stage as this guy and he looks like he's up here and dipset got records dipset got hits dipset has influence impact all the shit you need and they didn't look like they just, they didn't look like they belonged on the same stage as him so i like that Cause like, and not that she's like the hardest hip hop head or nothing like that. But like, my girl was like, she didn't know half the locks records. If you just if you just if you just put her in like a room, played like locks records for an hour, she would know like four or five of them. Why them niggas kept rapping over the songs after Kiss after Kiss told them to stop rapping over the songs though? But no, niggas, I'm I'm still trying to figure out what the. Like, <laughs> what are we saying exactly, Justin? Though, like, kiss, kiss, it wasn't known or something like that. Not that he wasn't known, but like, do you think where you view kiss is where like the general populace views kiss? What's the general populace though? Like, white people, just any white people and niggas, like, just the general, like, where do you think but, niggas but think see, of when kiss? We had these conversations, I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it a, a G all the way. When we had these conversations, all I got we are not including white people. I'm not. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's a, it's the reason when we started this show. We said you got to know five to get on. No, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Yeah, but do you think like, everyone views? And this this isn't like this ain't ain't like no hard take I'm like standing rap, on like or nothing like. Cra- I ain't trying to say nothing crazy. I'm just saying because <clears throat> I know the conversation we had. But it's like even if like even if niggas even if niggas feel like you know you got whole Biggie Nas and uh, DMX. Over over kiss like that's not a wild take but like and even being like even if niggas was to say was to say he's the fifth best rapper out of New York that's that's a hell of a spot to be in when you, when you think about no, the amount of niggas that that have kind of came from there. No, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I like, but like, I don't know if if regular niggas like certain people just get talked about a lot and they get a lot of accolades and they get recognition a lot of the times. I don't know if Kiss is one of those people. So to say that, excuse me. So for him to be in a spot where now twice he's gotten to go up there against people who, if you want to just say quote unquote mainstream, so include white people when he goes up against Fab who might have more like mainstream records and he smoked Fab and then he gets to go up there. Huh? I mean, but just to have Fab winning. I, I did because I said from a, a mainstream perspective, but then when he when the actual and but that was before the battle, we should never even go into these verses looking at it as like a mainstream thing because it's like 
nobody watching that shit, nobody watching Jada Kiss and Fabulous is from the mainstream. Like, we looking at Fabulous as a mainstream artist because Fabulous got, like, big records on black radios, on black radio stations. Like, that's that's not the way to go about it. Okay. Drake, uh-huh. Drake Eminem, um, Jay-Z from 2009 on, like that's that's Lil Wayne from Kanye. Carter Three on Kanye from fucking um, graduation on. Like these are yeah, like Fab ain't like white people mainstream. Like yeah, he mainstream. Like, not saying like no white people know his shit, but he ain't like his big records ain't like his biggest record ain't on the same level of a Drake's there, biggest there record. So it's like it's not reaching actually, the people. There's literally probably five mainstream rappers that like white people win. And when I say white people, I mean like like employees at the fucking gap. Employees like, of Ross. These people know and my Ross racist, but I ain't gonna talk about that. These people know those guys. <laughs> like when we're talking about mainstream and these verses that like we, us three, really, really lock into. And when we think about it from a mainstream perspective, we still under the our urban fucking like umbrella, really. Okay, so it's like because you know, like even when we talk about like, like we so like a lot of times we talk about Drake in the verses. Like Drake is probably the biggest. Like you know, you talk about just being mainstream, he the biggest like rapper. But then it's like we think about it like, yeah, I don't know if Drake will beat this nigga because these records ain't gonna hit like that in the verses. Okay, so as big as big as they are. Okay, so that's cash. If and I and I and I'm slowly like walking back that take. I've been on board the whole time, but I'm the more like I think about it, I'm like Drake definitely got like Drake is smoking a lot of people on the verses, but that's just me. I'm I mean, but we're talking about a lot of take. regular people. We ain't talking about the niggas in his tier. Like, like yeah, it ain't a lot of niggas in his tier. So when you say he's smoking a lot that's of niggas, like, you're talking about everybody else. I'm like, cause even more like, and and it's tough. But I'm even more like, even that's in, like, even that's the situation though. Like, if I say a nigga, we feel like Drake or Ice. If he come with a certain energy to Drake and them records and them records, I don't know. Yeah, Drake, yeah, I, don't know yeah. Drake, I don't know if Drake would have beat Kiss yeah. that night. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> hey, in yeah, front of that versus crowd, I don't know if Drake. Oh, in front as, of that, as, in front of that crowd in New York, I don't know if Drake would have wanted to stand as, in front. No, of in New York, no. But that's I, that's a that's home field. Like, as you gotta, will know, it's like boxing fans. Like Styles make fights, so it's like exactly. if Drake catches a nigga with a crazy style, that shit over for Drake. No, absolutely. And that's why, um, but that's why I think it's dope when you get to see someone like Kiss in that environment, because that shows he's even more than just like how well he raps or how big a records he is. Just MC stands for master of ceremonies. So like the fact he is able to control the environment and the crowd and dictate stuff so much just shows that the skill of Kiss, this is not meant to be like a derogatory thing towards him. I just it's dope when you get to see that kind of shit like on display. That's all I'm saying. What was Drake and Chubbs gonna do when Jada could say he's a dick, you pussy, y'all neighbors? What the fuck was Chubbs gonna do there? What what record was Drake throwing on that to, to answer that? <laughs> First off, Drake is not Drake not accepting a kiss fight. <laughs> like that's just one that's just <laughs> what the fuck? What's that's the just that's that? that's just a no. What are they gonna go play after that? <laughs> hey, imagine responded to that with one dance. Curtains. <laughs> and Curtains Drake might have got booed out of MSG. <laughs> that would have been worse than when he got booed in front of Tyler fans. That shit. That shit would have been worse than when fucking Outkast got booed. Damn. How niggas boo Andre, man? That's why I don't want to rap no more. <laughs> no, like, yeah, I definitely think with the verses, shit, like 
Styles make, I think, like Tony said, Styles make fights, and it just, and it, it's tough, like, when you talk about, like, which, I mean, and it's wild, because it's like, if if them niggas would have seen the Kiss and Fab versus, it ain't no, it ain't no way they should have came to that versus like that. Because you watch, you watch Fab, you watch Fab try to play his hits and Kiss stay on the street shit, and it worked. All that shit made me think about was if, if instead of diff set, that was like state property. <laughs> See, that would have been different because now it's like that would have been different. <laughs> we need that, that cash money versus though. I kept seeing that tweet around a lot. Um Wednesday cash night. Money, no limit. Yeah. So I don't think everybody saying they just cook no limit. I mean they win, but like they definitely win. <laughs> no, it ain't definitely, a cook, though. Especially the way Birdman's contracts were in. Like, we don't know how many records Birdman. No, I mean, I'm not talking about I mean like cash, like cash money, not like yeah, I, I, I know. I mean yeah, like cash money records. Imagine like Birdman pulling talk, out. He talking Julie and BG. Imagine Birdman pulling out Nikki records in like round thirteen. <laughs> like, did you know what I own? Let me get this. Jay gonna be playing all his part, all his verses. I mean, he could, <laughs> he could do that shit. But like, that oh, shit, that shit ain't gonna hold weight to a certain audience. No, that's a fact. Um, is there any? And we we do this every time, but I guess just in terms of groups, is there any other group? Like we just did Cash Manum. Is there any other groups y'all would like to see? Um, that it would make for an interesting battle. Um, not really. It was wild because I don't know how. I, I guess like I know what Dip said. I don't know how to make it stop. There's gonna be it's, it's crew. It's crew ones. I would like to see. Like I was. I would like to see like MMG and TDE. Not obviously not the artists, but like representatives at least. See, that would be tough because TD has a cult. now. Once again, so I obviously live where like the biggest TD artist is. So it's like there's just a cult following over here. Um, you live where school work you at. That's true. <laughs> Kendrick retired, dog. I told niggas this three years ago, and niggas still waiting for a record. Um, I know, Kendrick record outside of California. Like, nigga, it, I don't, nigga, they <laughs> dropping, no, nigga retired. But anyway, I'm not going down this port. I ain't going down this ride again because I get in trouble <laughs> when I say that. Uh, I say, why you say he retired? You heard any new music from him lately? Anyway, um, so. I think TD would do well, but my view is obviously really skewed. Um, I said YG would do really well when he was doing when just like on a solo shit, but my view is really Definitely. skewed. Who do you uh, want to see YG versus? What's what's technically YG's like contemporaries? Because he's technically in like the same. I mean, we know who it would have been. <laughs> Um, and that would have been dope. Uh, that uh, that would have been fire. But rest in peace. Um, yeah. See, because technically, 2014. I'm like, who would you consider like his? Like, I think just off. Like, YG would smoke Big Sean to me in a versus. But I don't know if everyone feels like that. Cause I'm from California and I feel, I way, about feel that way though. Huh? <laughs> I definitely feel that. I, I definitely feel that way though. Like I think YG would smoke Big Sean, and they're close enough. Like Sean, I think Sean's debut is 2010. YG is 2014. So it's y- close YG enough. Ver- YG versus French would be fire. That would, and I think YG would smoke French. Uh, ooh. <laughs> like, ooh. I, cause I've been on. I let, I let everybody have a French Montana argument. I ain't never been a big French guy. I haven't either, which is why, like I said, my view was skewed. But uh, my crazy life is like, 
that's high on my personal favorite albums ever. That we need. I think we need more of those battles though, and like a a, a neutral type of place, because. Oh yeah, don't do that shit in was, California. Niggas will get shot, like an and it'll be all bad. An example of how that went wrong was the Scott Storch Manny Fresh shit. It's like that was just too much of a difference in like era number one and type of production. But I definitely think like an East Coast, West Coast thing on just like, you know, like YG and Friends or something like that would definitely be dope because it's given two different audiences and, and French can come with those records, with those type of records anyway. So it, at least it gives some type of familiarity between the two opponents as opposed to like this nigga just do strictly trap shit and he do strictly, you know, conscious rap shit. Like that's not what you want. I, I agree, and I also I think there just needs to be more fun versus. Like, I think you don't have to – like, everyone wanted to go, like, towards, obviously, like, the really, like, big artists and huge stars. Mm-hmm. I <clears> – <throat> once again, I'm kind of skewed because this guy makes more West Coast music than the other one. I think Tiger vs. Future would be fire. Tiger vs. YG really would be fire. That's, That's who what I thought. When we first said YG, when, I thought Tiger. When, I, when you say it, when you say that, Tiger vs. YG would be fire. Tigers YG would be fire. Like, I would love it, won't happen, but I think it'd be really funny to see like a future versus T Pain. <laughs> two, two chains versus future would be dope. I love chains. He probably loses that. He wins in my book because I just like more two chain songs than future songs, but I feel like you don't care probably, about like, like niggas don't care about like the consensus of the book though. Like, who <laughs> truthfully, like you tell you saying in your book he'll win, so that means he'll win. Like, you ain't really got to tell us what the consensus I, would, would be. And nah, like shit. But I, like, I, I say that because not listen to a whole lot of future. Like, like Tony would take that verse is way differently than I would. How you know? Nigga, because you listen to future more than me, toxic ass. Um, I mean, just because I listen to, just cause I listen to much. Of, what do you mean I take it <laughs> different? Like, my, my level of excitement? Yeah, because you, you would have, like, a, you would have interest, more interest than I would in both artists. No, not really. I mean, I don't give a shit about verses. Well, <laughs> like, okay. Like I'm, I was, I'm, like I was, li- I was literally, I literally hadn't watched the verses since Gucci Jeezy until the Dipset Log shit. Same. It's literally that's why I'm like it's only a handful of verses that I can say like I watched like. No, we watched a little bit of um um Soldier and Bow Wow. Yeah, but like I, I didn't watch it. Like I wasn't watching I that for music. Really, I didn't like watch it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I wasn't watching that for like the music though. Like I was watching that for like the entertainment. But like, like I watched Fab and uh, Fab and Kiss the first time. I watched Jeezy and Gucci. I watched Snoop DMX and then the last one. That yeah, that was before. Yeah, that was before, right? Snoop DMX was before Jeezy and Gucci, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are probably Snoop DMX, Gucci Jeezy, and then Logs Dips that are probably like the last three I've watched. I'm I'm just saying, like hypothetically, if you throw up two artists, it's like if you like both artists, um obviously you're you're more inclined to watch it versus if you only really fuck with one of them. Um two chains, yeah, two chains did against Ross, right? Yeah. I watched mm-hmm. that one. I was like, I feel like we just we already heard two chains in one. Um Shout out to Two Chains. Um, what else we got on here? Uh, 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 oh, so <clears throat> where are we at here? We got the docs. So I always hate the beginning of free agency. NBA, um, NBA free agency, yeah. Because it just reminds me, it's like, damn, nigga, you couldn't score like 10 points in the league. 
because niggas get paid. Like it's like it's, a self reflection thing. It week. is because <laughs> yeah. I, I was some uncle. This I was like, you know, because of the way because he didn't understand it. He was like, why would you pay guys if they quote unquote not worth what you're paying them? And I was like, well, that's because the owners are required nerdy sports talk for a second they're required to spend x amount of the salary cap you're not allowed to just have like a i don't know what the nba salary cap is off the top of my head but if it's 200 million you're not allowed to just be like all right i'm only paying niggas 50 and keeping the 150 you got to pay x amount of it as an owner um except in baseball but niggas don't care about baseball shout out to 90 feet if you're listening um so some of these guys get contracts like this because owners are just trying to like fill out their roster and they got to fill out x amount of the salary cap so if you only got to sign two more guys, like if you're trying to sign two more guys, but you got to spend $40 million to meet your percentage of the salary cap, niggas getting $20 million a year deals. Um, I forget who it was, but the Heat signed someone like five, six years ago who never had a start. And that nigga got like 20 a year. Can't remember Tyler the name. Of- was it Tyler Johnson? Probably it- Tyler Johnson. Yeah, it was. I just I, I don't remember the story completely off the top of my head. I remember I was watching Mike and Mike one morning, and niggas got um, niggas just signed assigned to do. Dude got twenty million a year, which is at the time I think was like the it was most. I, you don't even because yeah, that was because he left Phoenix and went to Miami. <laughs> and he wasn't. He ain't get a look of playing time in Miami. <laughs> yeah, and it was. And don't quote me on this stat, but if I remember correctly, um, and this is one of those Elias Sports Bureau stats, so really don't quote me. I don't know anything about Elias Sports Bureau is it was the most money ever for a nigga who never had a start. Which was believable because obviously money has gotten much bigger, but it was crazy. So every time I see, like, these contracts, I'm just like, damn. Yeah. It was like, you you just couldn't have done, like, nigga, you six nine. You couldn't have to get, like, eight points a game. Uh, anyway, but that's my own. That's my own. Say fuck you. Um, I just nigga really talking down on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honest. I'm not like and I agree with you. I'm, oh thank you. I appreciate it. But I get support for the first time in a hundred episodes. Um <laughs> we've done more than a hundred of these. Shout out to us. So um, on July 6, 2016, Tyler Johnson got a $50 million offer sheet for four years from the Nets. Four <laughs> days later the Heat matched that <laughs> and re-signed him. Shout out to him. Sports is crazy, man. Why why do we like sports? Because we've never evolved past um, a coliseum and throwing niggas into a fucking arena with a lion. True statement. (laughs) True statement. It's just, you know, niggas got interest in shit that has nothing to do with them. You don't get anything from outside of like an hour, two hours of excitement, like I think I'm on board with you. I don't know if I'll follow through, but I think I'm on board with, I hope my kids don't like sports. Um, I don't know if I'll disincentivize them to not like it, but kind of be okay if they didn't fuck with it that much. Because it is a little, there's a lot of shit wrong with sports, man. Look, looking back on it now, man, the idea of me letting a, a grown-ass man that I never met like ruin my week until like the next Sunday is crazy. That's super wild. <laughs> uh, it'll still happen for me this season. And I know my team, like, my team ain't been great. Like, my team ain't been good the last four or five years. I still be fucked up on Sunday nights when it's like, damn, the niggas lost again. I think the Ravens will have a really good year, but but for whatever reason, the Ravens, like, have a shitty season. I promise you. Like, 
get on this bitch and be sad. Like I'm not gonna give a fuck. I it's it's a curse. It's a curse. And once you in it, it's so hard to snap it. Like I'm, one lit- of the- I'm literally I'm literally a few few years off from like not even like having sports teams no more. Keep it a bean. <laughs> like I'm literally a few years away from just like liking players. Like I s- See, I Especially because I I know like the profession I want to be in, so it's it's really going to be a detective. Oh yeah, see, it's like I don't give a shit about that no more. Like this franchise, so it helps me in mine because I get to like I get to turn into segments, and so I get to have fan segments. Um, but <laughs> it's it's definitely um, Will was ahead of the curve. I realize these niggas racist. All, all, all these other racists, they don't like niggas. Like, why would I support your your fucking? Why would <laughs> I support it. your team and just not the niggas I fuck with? No, that's that's that's. I get you. You have white though, Justice. So I get it. Oh, thank you. I was raised by Larry. Um, the uh... <laughs> and that's the sign. Like Larry get brought up, we got to balance out the pot. <laughs> hey man, look. Uh... Nah, rest in peace, Larry, man. Oh shit. Um, the uh. <laughs> Nah, it's rest in peace. I'm, I'm okay. These I can admit. Oh shit! Making sure. Oh shit! No, that's a. This nigga gotta relax. You know, you know that's his grandpa. You talking about right? I mean, I get that, but like, no, I was telling Matt this. This is this is on a. <laughs> on an unreleased episode that will come out at some point in the next month or two, um, Matt and I were talking about that, and it's like, and it's and it sucks because you grow up uh, not to be like too serious or sad for a second. You grow up, and obviously, like, I fully get understand. That shit off, man. Huh? I said, get that shit off. You did. This could be a Denzel moment for you, especially you if go. you shed a tear or some shit. I'm not gonna shed a tear. I did enough crying from the first 48. Um, the <laughs> Like you say, you say, you say, oh boy, <laughs> you say, one of your niggas in there with a big back, you knew he was telling. <laughs> that, the, no, the nigga, the, the meme going around, the nigga had the dipping sauces laid out. Like, <laughs> if a nigga in the interrogation room with the ketchup and the barbecue sauce just spread out, hey, you see, the whole block going down, man. <laughs> you see a nigga in there with a 20 piece nugget, you know what time it is. <laughs> And and, and and they pay for the extra sauce. Oh shit! Come on, my nigga. Yeah, man. Um, nah. So you get in, and you know, hope no one ever has to lose a loved one. It's, it, it sucks. Um, it's part of life, but it sucks. So uh, I was talking mad about this, and it's like you grow up, and I fully understand because I was one of these people. It's like even if your parents are wrong about something, like growing up you're not going to know the difference. And if they talk Mm -hmm. a certain way, they act a certain way. Um, This was kind of one of my points I wanted to bring up last week with our conversation is it's like uh, when, when you brought up, Oh, well, uh, hatred could have been passed on. And it took me, it took me until Larry passed to like, to genuinely like what was truly hatred or what was truly fucked up versus what I just grew up on. And Mm -hmm. so I don't, I can't blame, I can't come from like some higher stance and blame someone that just has these things passed down on them. Um, and so like, I will always love Larry cause he did things for me that are just, I, 
I can't ever thank him enough for. But he also did a lot of shit that was fucked up. And I can acknowledge that as an adult and be like, yo, my man was fucked up. I still love him. I still have my relationship with him. That will never change. But I can I can separate the two. And when you get to that point, um, for me at least, it has opened up like mad clarity in my life. Like there is shit, even with uh, the joke made at the beginning of the episode for, yes, some of the way I talk and joke is still reflective of the way that he did. I can't say I've totally unbroken that. Um, but 25 years, I've only had three years without. So I'm like, I'm still working on it. But to to just really, I'm sorry. You 25? Uh, I'm 27 now. I'll be 27 this year. 27 in September. He passed when Jeez. I was 24. Um, oh, okay, okay. So, um, and it's also because him and then my little and then Ryan uh, were all those, were those all on the those old jokes got to stop. The who? Those old jokes gonna have to stop, man. My nigga, just because you're 43, don't mean the jokes gotta stop. Yeah, um, I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, um, is I always remember, like I suck at birthdays. I don't know how y'all are or and ages. Like I don't remember how to fuck old anybody's. I don't remember. Um, and niggas know how I felt about my grandma. I don't remember my grandma's age half the time. Um, and so I only could remember Larry's and Ryan's because they're on like the same year as me. Like Ryan will be 17 this year. I'll be 27. Larry would have been 77. And so that was the only people's age I could ever remember. Um, but when you get to that point, uh, moral of the story of being able to recognize what someone might have done for you. Uh, because of their relationship with you versus who they were as a person, um, the world opens up. I got a lot of family. I love them all. Um, relationships are obviously different with everybody, but to be able to differentiate and see, all right, this is how you are. This is how you act. This is how you move. I love you, but I also understand you. Um, mad clarity. So Unfortunately, I had to lose someone in order to get that clarity. Not saying everyone has to do that, but I'm slow and it takes me time to do shit. So, yeah. But that episode yeah. will come out in, I don't know yet. I'm still kind of going through an editing just to make sure I didn't say nothing um, too crazy. But more and more of those will come out as we get farther along in this process. Now that um, for the first time in the history of Hard and Foul, like we got a consistent audience. Like, this is no longer us just coming in here and talking amongst ourselves and us laughing, having a good time, which I loved. Um, but, like, it's an actual audience of people we're talking to now. Like, there's actual views starting to add up, listens starting to add up. So, um, as we get into this space and even further, um, appreciating those kind of things. So, thank you. And we can't be on here just saying any old. T word or F word or R word or fucking. Don't run up the T word. He literally like just went straight at me though. Every other word. <laughs> he just went straight out. That's what you said last time. Hey, I didn't say shit. I didn't say shit. Shit. I just remember. That's what you said. Oh, you talk, right. I, talk, I talk about them pterodactyls. Pterodactyl starts with a P, don't it, Tony? So, you went to college. So how how y'all feel about the moves y'all teams have made in this free agency period? My team signed one nigga. <laughs> No, I'm sorry, too. <laughs> Shit was crazy for you, man, to go from let's retain Lonzo to all right, Lonzo leaving. Let's, they going to go after Kyle Lowry. Okay, they're not going to get Kyle Lowry. Like, so, <laughs> shit, shit went a lot of ways. 
so as a fan, so I look at, I have like two kinds of like fan analysis. There's the uh, just being a fanatic and like, yes, I wanted to see Lonzo because I genuinely felt like um, I came on here for the first year of the show when I talked about, um, I always thought Anthony Davis, DeMarc Cousins was going to work. Obviously injuries, issues didn't end up happening, right? I always thought Lonzo Ingram and Zion would work, but I'm not, and that's just me as just a straight fan. As more analyzing it, they were trying to have Zion run like a full point guard anyway. Like they were trying to have the ball in his hands a lot. And if you do that, now Lonzo improved as a shooter, credit to him, Mm -hmm. but he's best with the ball in his hand. And so if you have – and he's clearly at best the third best player on that team. Zion and B.I., you could argue one and two. I think B.I. currently is one as far as how good he is today, but – Zion should be the one theoretically going forward. So if you're going to have the ball in those two guys' hands, retaining Lonzo makes less sense. So bringing in a Devonte Graham, who is still a he's a he's a point guard by size, he's six one, um, and letting him play point and having another shooter, uh, bringing in Valanciunas, who's a I'm iffy on that move. Like I like the idea of putting a stretch five with Zion, but that's just me. Um, but I'm not mad at it. Um, like, like Brooke Lopez, yeah. No, Brooke, I think Brooke Lopez would be great because the other so Willie Green became the head coach, but the other option or the other quote unquote strong candidate was, um, I forget his name now. Uh, I think it's Charlie Smith, he's on the Bucks. If I'm saying that right, I could be wrong. Um, but essentially running a style like the Bucks do with Giannis and Chris Middleton, you don't have even with a guy like Drew those two guys have the ball in their hands a lot. Mm-hmm. And so that's a similar setup if you're looking to follow a mode of success to what the Pelicans would have. They're not there yet, even though I could argue Ingram's just as good as Middleton. Zion's not where Giannis is, but that's a similar style uh, to follow. So I'm sad to see Lonzo go. Um, shout that's out to kind, you. That's kind of funny to think about because, I mean, it's – it's true, but then it's like it's not really true though, because <laughs> it's like it's like to say Giannis not with to say Zion not where Giannis is just means Zion don't get the foul calls because everything else he's pretty much there. <laughs> I would agree, but it sounds a little outlandish if you say, "Yo, the star young player on my team is just as good as a nigga who won NBA Finals MVP." So that's if niggas watch basketball, that's not a crazy take. If, if niggas watch basketball I... and they're being honest with themselves, that's not a crazy take. I would agree. I don't think – now, defensively, Giannis is a far better player. Right, right. Um, but offensively, yeah, I don't think there's a difference. Outside of Giannis, you could argue, okay, well, he's got four extra inches of height, but Zion is 30 pounds of muscle bigger than him. <laughs> like, And Giannis ain't a bitch no more, like, as far as his physicality. Like, no more. <laughs> Giannis <laughs> came in the league, and Giannis was, was small. Pussy Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that could have been a porn star name. Um, oh, my boy. It is. It is. <laughs> Shout out to Gianna Michaels, man. Hey, I appreciate the fact, like, you could just take, like, anything, to, like, direct it to porn, and, like, Tony just is on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yes, I would agree. Zion and Giannis's game is pretty much similar uh, but outside of defense. Um, so, yes, but I love the Lonzo move. No, but do I understand it? Yeah. I'm more excited we got Willie Green as a head coach. 
Because I don't believe a lot of the stories that are like, oh, Zion's already unhappy. Like, the nigga got to play point guard, which is what he wanted. You happy you get the roof for like a black coach and shit? Absolutely. I, I've been on here for over a year. Before Van Gundy got hired, I've been on here for over a year saying that shit. Yeah. My nigga, don't look at me like that, Will. <laughs> How you feel about the Bulls? Because the Bulls have had a great offseason. Yes, they have. Like, we, better than the, we better than the Pelicans. I know that much. That's debatable, but I've, they've had a much better offseason. Niggas <laughs> 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 think I'm just going to shit on my own team. This ain't football season. <laughs> Man. Oh, boy. Wait till, nah. wait till this show gets going in September. And I like, I did. Oh, man. <laughs> and Justin I think Fields throws like twenty. I remember, I remember, down, this yeah, I, remember yeah, I remember when he thought Justin Fields was going to the uh, to the Broncos. Oh, yeah, I remember when he thought Aaron Rodgers was going to the Broncos. And Justin Fields throws twenty five touchdowns this year, and like the Bears, <laughs> the Bears like get a wild card or some shit. Who y'all they win the division? Who y'all? Uh, Drew Drew Lock. What he going for this year? Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, wait, y'all, that's he. <laughs> I got a black coach and a black quarterback, nigga. Fuck with me. Oh uh, yeah, I hear you. How many t? How many TDs you betting on him throwing? Uh, less than ten interceptions. <laughs> I respect that. That's, that's Wait, hold on. You said you said less than ten interceptions. Teddy Bridgewater, absolutely. I don't know how many touchdowns he'll throw, but he'll throw less than ten interceptions. <laughs> All right. Didn't they lose? Uh, my man name the running back. Oh, oh Philip Lindsay. Yeah, then they lose Philip Lindsay. Yes, but Denver's receivers are like if see the problem is Denver's in one of those weird spots because they've sucked for several years. Like no one acknowledges like Denver's receiving core is stacked. Who y'all who y'all running? Who y'all start running back? Uh, Melvin Gordon, which isn't terrible, but it ain't great. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over ten interceptions. Nah, not 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 to disrespect y'all receivers, but you know. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick. No, that's what no I'm saying. It's not, it's not against them. It ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with the receivers. Nigga, Bridgewater me, don't throw more than five yards. Who are we going to throw picks to? Teddy Bridgewater's uh, over under for picks this season. What's he going to throw? To the defensive lineman? Probably. The nigga throws five yards a pass. Uh, well, if y'all, if y'all ain't going to be running the ball, you know. My nigga. And, like, Denver's defense is stacked, too. But, like, Denver's sucked for several years. So, it's like they're not going to get the same credit as teams that have been successful, nor should they. But Denver's got a solid roster. It's really just – just, they just are a very questionable quarterback. But yeah, man, I, I, I like the, the, the moves that the Bulls made, man. Oh, now look at this nigga switching feel like sports. I feel like we got <laughs> – no, what, what Jag say, I'm Mike. I'm Mike, you Kobe, we in a different league. <laughs> or I'm Mike. I'm Mike Vick. You Kobe. We in a different league. But uh. But yeah. Um, but no, nah, we made. I think we made some good moves. Uh, and I know they're still working now. They're trying to figure out a trade with a uh, with Minnesota to to get Markinen off. Uh, what happened with that? Markinen was like the next guy for like. Six I, I, I felt. I felt like that. Like he he had that his first year. He had he had a real good first year. But then I think it's like. He one of those guys. He could get you. He could get you eighteen points if if he's not a focal point of your offense. But like, it's like one of those things when you kind of become the focal point. You know, you you lose that. Uh, you know, you, you just it ain't it ain't the same when niggas is actually game playing for you. 
And not saying not saying niggas was up all night studying film on fucking marketing, but just uh and niggas was getting sleepless nights. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was it was Zach Levine, and then he was like the next he was the next best player at, at a point. So, no, that's fair. I mean, I, even if we kept him, though, like I mean, I would I don't think it even if we ended up keeping him, I don't think that'd be a bad, you know, bad for us if we ended up keeping him. But like I think I think uh DeRozan, like DeRozan was a, was a good pickup for us, and I ain't never been a big like DeRozan guy, but I think that was Michael Jordan. Let Twitter tell it. I think, but no, I mean, but the main reason I think it's a good pickup is because of his mid range game. You know, when you know when you got like young teams, you know, you're gonna settle. They're gonna settle for a lot of threes, so you got somebody that'll be able to slow the pace down and uh and get you a bucket from the mid range when you know when you need it. No, the uh, mid range shot, and this is um, I didn't do hard foul this week because Matt was out, and so. I didn't want to change mm-hmm. the video production, but right. uh, the mid-range is – it's coming back. If you look at the last, like, three champs, it's like Kawhi did it mid-range. No, that's a fact, though. LeBron did – LeBron AD did it mid-range and down in the post. And now this year, Giannis did it without shooting. And Chris Paul, if the Suns had won, Chris Paul was doing it book. mid-range. So, him like – Him and book. Yeah. So, it's like, I like that, that it feels like, okay – you can play this fast-paced style of basketball without just saying, "I right, we all got to be like the Warriors and shoot threes. You now, 35 threes. Yeah. And right? I think, I think, yeah, like, but I guess to finish up, like, I think the Bulls, I think we, like, as far as starters go, we have, like, a good player at every position. No, that's a fact. I Like I said, I really like what um, the Bulls did. I thought they had a great offseason. Um, just as a fan of the sport, I, like – I don't like seeing terrible teams. So even if it's a team that doesn't have a great record, excuse me, like the Kings won't have a great record. I think they'll still have a good team. But that's like um, I tell I tell people, I'm like, uh, like, you know, we I don't feel like, you know, we ain't a championship team by any means, but I feel like we definitely got we got we got the talent to be competitive on a nightly basis. We should be able to make the playoffs for sure. No, I agree. Uh, I think y'all make the playoffs. So I'm like, and I mean, as a fan, it's like that you want you want you want your team to at least be competitive and and working towards kind of making those moves to compete. See, and to our um, and I'll let Tony go here in a second is uh, to that like talk about like, so obviously I don't root for a San Diego team, um, but I'm a psychopath when it comes to sports, so that's why I continue to root for teams. I fully understand like if Tony dropped like quote unquote like the Red Sox and Celtics on a day to day basis that would make a lot more sense to me than him dropping the Ravens because you from there. So there's just that certain connection you have, even if you think sports are, which you probably agree with is sports can be bad for your mental health. Sports can be you know, a little psychotic, like what the fuck's going on rooting for where you're from is just always going to feel away. Like Will's never been like a team guy, but he fucks with the bears and the bulls because he's from Chicago. Like you from like I would be shocked if you just dropped the Ravens entirely, to me at least. No, that ain't gonna happen. That shit ain't gonna happen now. Will I drop the Celtics one day? Like probably. <laughs> like absolutely, you're not from there. Keep yeah. it being. I uh, I probably would never stop rooting for the Red Sox, but like me me not rooting for the Celtics is strictly because I see myself like working in the space with like NBA players for a living. So I I would feel weird like still rooting for a team specifically. So it's just one of those things. But um 
But sports itself is just fucking crazy, man, because, like, we always say on the show, like, we try not to make Big Three, like, a very sports-centric show because we got other stuff for that. But it's just one of those things where when we're talking about it, so much shit happens, and, and it's just, like, you can't really explain it. Like, the the energy that you get from, like, NBA free agency or, like, the NFL season or, you know, NBA playoff basketball, shit like that, you you don't get that energy and that level of opinion on anything out, outside of, like, politics. And it's crazy. I don't get that hyped up for politics. So, for me, I definitely, like, the like everyday is, person. Yeah, no, I, get, no, I feel you. Because um, it's, it's a motherfucker right now that watches that, – the same way we used to watch ESPN on days, the same way a motherfucker watches CNN. Shout out to the Fox Sports niggas. Like um, Don Lemon is somebody's fucking not Fox Sports. I watch Fox Sports. Don, Don Lemon Fox. is somebody's Stuart Scott. I mean, that's crazy, but it's the truth. Hey, shout out to Stuart Scott, the go to this shit, man. Um, the how would you say? Um. Oh, yeah, I just need you to win. When my son make the league in, like, 20 years, I'm going to need you to represent him. All right, bro? If he gets one, that nigga is <laughs> over before he started. We're going to have to rob the bank early. <laughs> I'm going to put that nigga on no fill, Like, no cameras in the gym. <laughs> just have him walk up to the tryouts like, yo, this nigga's 6'10". Like, you think he can't play? <laughs> no, you, you got to put a, a crazy story behind him. Like, that nigga from, like, Yugoslavia. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, get, that'll get him to Dallas for sure. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. Be on his, be on his bumper. Mark no, Cuban will give him the match just off being from there. <laughs> tell me from Yugoslavia and this nigga trilingual. Yeah, man. What? Nah, you, tell, you tell him he don't speak English. Like you might get a super max. <laughs> Shit, tell, tell him he uh, tell him he he slept in cabs as a kid and he had to run uh he had to walk like like eight miles for a, a bottle of water for him and his family. Hey, now, because ESPN will put that shit on draft night. Niggas love a foreign story. Hey, ESPN was wild for that. Two, was that two years ago now? Um, yeah, when Zion and them got drafted, that was nuts. <laughs> and they fought, <laughs> They thought it was a good idea and doubled out because we did the NFL draft live two years ago. We did. And they was doing that shit then. They was like, yo, you know, my man's mom's did crack. Dad served a 20-year prison term. <laughs> like... ESPN no. so damn trash, man. That's just terrible. That shit's awful, bro. Oh shit, that shit was nuts. I think it's just like, bro, like, why is that? And they didn't just put it. They gave him like the special banners and shit. Like when niggas get like milestones, like there was like fifteen thousand receiving yards right next to like, hey, bro's pop served a four year term. Like these aren't the same things. Like why? Why did shit get at a all. special effect at all? Like. Like a nigga had to render that. Um, uh, to our last to our last conversation that I got on the docs. Um, or unless there's something else free agency wise. Um, I don't know how you feel about the Celtics letting go. Or it was a buyout with Kemba, and um, I don't know what no, else they, they've done. They, they traded Kemba to the Thunder, who bought Kemba out. Oh, they bought. Okay. Um, Al Horford is back, so that's cool. Uh, niggas not giving Evan Fournier twenty a year, which you know I get that. Um, they didn't talk to Dennis Schroeder. We'll see how that goes. Dennis Schroeder two years ago should have been six man of the year. Dennis Schroeder last year should have been in the Shanghai Sharks. So these things, these things can can change, man. But that's business, though. So we'll see how it goes. You know, the Celtics is uh they doing their thing. But from a 
you know, all bullshit aside, though, this being Brad, like, first year in the front office, like, I'm not somebody sitting here like, oh, they got to go out there and they got to they gotta make a move. They got to sign somebody. They got to do this and that. Like, not really. Like, they need they need to reset the team. Like, the, the team that Danny constructed the last two years was not a team that was good enough to win a championship. The fact that they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Heat was something in itself because, in reality, if Ben Simmons wasn't hurt that first round, they probably would have lost to Philly. So – it's it's one of those things where and they could have lost to Toronto like so you know the team wasn't good enough to win a championship the way Danny had it constructed they was kind of going like just year by year with you know having Tatum and Brown so the shit was a mess really but you know everything gotta be reset essentially you got Tatum and Brown you still got Marcus Smart so you just gotta build around that and see what happens you think niggas in Shanghai got like Twitter and know how disrespected they feel every NBA season? I mean, they shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> like they should. they put everybody on the Shanghai Sharks. You could go over there and get money. <laughs> like, as soon as you start you playing could, bad, niggas like, know. yo, this is the Shanghai Sharks MVP. <laughs> nah, you could go over there and get money, though, Justin. You 6'9, you easily the tallest nigga on the team. Ain't. So, my memory sucks. We know this. And you'll be the only American on the team. Wasn't Dwayne Wade playing in China for, like, a couple months? (laughs) (laughs) What? I'll be honest, though. Wasn't he playing (laughs) it? Dwayne was playing in China for a couple months. (laughs) Like... Hold on, I'm about to look Google this. I'm not laughing because you said it. I'm laughing because you said it with so much conviction. I was sitting here like, damn, was the Wayne Wade in China? <laughs> he almost made you believe it, right? <laughs> like, literally. Like, all right, I know Melo was out the league. Melo wasn't going to China, my nigga. Fucking Dwayne Wade in China. Fam. Dwayne Wade would have dropped 100 a night in China. <laughs> Okay, so he got a deal. He got a deal for three years, 25, (laughs) but he ended up signing with the Cavs. Okay. Imagine he went to China over the Cavs. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, Cleveland. And that was LeBron. That was LeBron's last year in Cleveland. Um, That was the year that they traded everybody at the the fucking trade deadline. They. Bron. That's the LeBron. <laughs> hey, that was one of the funniest memes. It was like LeBron, LeBron just looking was at D Wade on the bench. Yeah, he was looking at him like, "Damn, who they gonna get next out of here?" LeBron looking at him like, eh. "Like my man, I'm sorry." That's all right, bro. We gonna get it done. Nigga looked at him like Uncle Phil. He said, "We, <laughs> we." Hey yo, um. Last conversation I want to bring up here today um, uh, with the docs is, so this was a story, I think this broke like two days ago, because what well, broke, because she said it, um, is Dr. Dre's daughter is homeless, supposedly. This is his oldest daughter. I don't know exactly how many children he has, um, mm-hmm. but she's 38. Um, she, I've, If I read this story correctly and reporting correctly, she's 38. She has four children. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many children are living with her at the moment, um, but she is homeless living out of her car. I know for sure one child is with her. I don't know the status of the other three. 
Um, and I want to make sure I say very clearly that if I don't know something, I'm not going to say it. Um, and I'm not deep diving into people's personal lives, especially when it comes to stories like this, because that's just not what I do. But it did stir like a very in- and I follow Shannon Sharp on Twitter, and he was going at this really hard. Um, that was in, crazy. In terms I've of seen that shit. how he was viewing it, and like I've always been to the mindset is like mm-hmm. I, if you're on the f- now he wasn't on the fence about it. He felt very strongly about it. Strong, like <laughs> strongly. If there's stories like this, and I went and read up on part of this story. Because I wasn't sure because it sounded off to me. Um, there were parts I agreed with on Dre's side. There were parts I agreed with on the daughter's side. And so I stayed the fuck out of it as far as Twitter. Um, but I am curious, though, uh, how y'all felt about it. Now, the full story for context is uh, she's 38 now. Apparently, he cut her off sometime last year. Um because of issues that they've had, um, his disagreement with some of her choices. Um, they've had issues in the past. Um, I don't know if all four kids have the same father, um, at least from what I was reading. It didn't sound like they were convinced of that, but I didn't find like a for sure answer. Um, and then obviously everybody brought up, it's like, Dre's a billionaire. Why is your daughter homeless? Um, how do y'all feel? You can go ahead, Will. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's weird because it's like I feel like this is one of those situations that if you're not in that situation, you probably won't get it. Which I mean, of course, like at the point I'm at right now in my head, it's like I don't think I could ever let my kid be homeless, no matter what. That's how. That's how I feel. Um. But it's like, I mean, you don't know the ins and outs of the relationship. You don't know, like, maybe it was, you know, I mean, it's a lot of shit that can that can happen. Like, because I'm sure if, if he a billionaire and, and she just, I mean, I guess, how how long did it say she was homeless? Or how long uh, did she I got, the car, did it say? So I got at least, at least um, five to six months with the exact timeline of her being kicked out. Um, I couldn't confirm a number. Not saying there's not a confirmed number out there. Um, it's like last it said he cut her off at some point last year. I didn't get an exact month, so she's been. Un- so, I mean, it, so like, I mean, it, like, it's fuck. I mean, it's fucked up because that means you, you, you wasn't, it's something you wasn't doing right, and not, not him specifically, but well, I mean, I guess shit like that can start from like a young age for kids or whatever, but if a nigga making sure you straight. For 38 years, or I mean, after you become an adult, let's say 25, I mean, you're an adult at 18 or 21, but let's say 25, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and you're 38 and, and somebody making sure you straight for 13 years and maybe they, you know, they telling you, okay, you need to do this, you need to do that, you know, because you need to be able to take care of yourself also. And you feel like, oh, no, you got all this money. I ain't got to, I ain't got to learn to fend for myself. Like I said, I mean, me as a father, I don't think I could do it, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know the situation. I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. So it's like, 
it's tough for me to kind of give a real opinion on it. I mean, I ain't going to even say it's tough for me to give an opinion. I don't really have an opinion on it. Like, I just feel like if it was me, I, I don't believe I would be able to do that if I was a billionaire. My daughter's going to always be straight. But like I said, you don't, you know, you, you, you just never know what the fuck is going on with people. Tony, you want to go before? I... I'm, um, I don't really have an opinion on it, really, because I, I didn't read on it. I just saw the headline. I'm not one to really speak on just the headline. Mm-hmm. I, don't, um, I don't got an opinion on it. I will say this. Dr. Dre has done a lot of shitty things in his life that are easily researchable. And I don't like know if that's that and many other <laughs> like, things. Be that honest. and many other things. So, if that if this is a situation where Dr. Dre is doing her wrong from what you know is is being read, that's not surprising. Um, but let's let's reflect on the Straight Outta Compton movie, and let's look at and let's think about how that movie went down. Who in that movie? was the who was untouched the hero basically and told should night in the mid 90s that I'm leaving this record label and I don't want anything to do with you and he <laughs> walked out that room untouched that, that was Dr. Dre that would be one Andre Young who was the executive producer of straight out of Compton, along with Ice Cube, and motherfucking made Easy E, who who every street rapper that you can name has said Easy E was was living his raps, one of the most solid people in rap history, and and never would have had Suge Knight doing any of this shit portrayed. To him in that movie, who, who was the one that signed off on all them, on all them scenes? I believe his name was Andre Young. That was Dr. Dre, right? So when nice. it comes to when it comes to Dr. Dre doing doing shady shit or bad or just bad shit, we should never be surprised. So I so I um, so I agree with a lot of what both of you said. So I come from a place where. Uh, I just grew up in tough love, which is normal. Not just with, not even, not, not even like some lay shit, but like my grandmother believed in tough love. Like, hey, I can love you until my fucking face turns blue, but some of the shit you got to figure out by yourself. So similar to what Will said in terms of like, yes, you're never going to know exactly how the relationship went. Uh, I've always kind of had a philosophy. Uh, my girl and I talk about it. Like if we did have a lot of money, there are certain things you would not want to enable your child to do. If you thought your child had a drug addiction, if you thought your child had a serious problem, you might stop throwing money at them because you feel like you're enabling this serious problem. I don't know her. I don't know the whole story. I couldn't find anything confirming any of these that if she had a drug she problem, could have been out here taking issue, care of niggas with Dr. Dre money. She, she could have been. So I'm, but I'm not, so I won't endorse it but i also won't say that it's not possible that it could have happened or that they didn't the stories that i saw lee said they had disagreements on how she spent her money which yes theoretically i think the common person look at all right if you're 38 and your dad's been supporting you up until you were 37 and your dad's obviously has been rich since you've been alive there's probably some mishandling of money 
someone even like myself, who not the amount of money Dre has, but I've mishandled money in the past. I handled money stupidly from 21 until how old am I now? 21 till 26. So there is things I could understand as a parent, you saying like, no, this is a hard line. I'm not going to enable you doing drugs. I'm not going to enable you hurting yourself. I'm not going to enable you living a poor lifestyle if I believe and know you could do better. But I also agree with Will in terms of I could never get to this point. Um, I think I could yell at my kid. I think I could maybe like enforce like a quote unquote hard boundary. Like, hey, you need to get this shit. Like everyone's been yelled at by their parents. Everyone has been critiqued by their parents. That's normal. I don't know if I could ever, I'm not saying I don't say I don't know. I could never get to the point where I was okay with my daughter and my grandchildren living out of a car. Um, that would just be too much for me. Like, I just wouldn't feel good about that on my conscience. Um, so depending on what type of car it is? No. She could live out of a Rolls Royce. <laughs> I, I, she could have a Phantom. She could have the whole shit in the back, like, set up the curtain and everything. Like, What no. if it was one of those uh, cars that they used to pimp out on in my ride? She yeah, could like have... The little, van, the little mystery vans and shit with the whole, with the whole little shebang in the back. Nigga, she could have all 12 of my shits that are still on my GTA 5 Xbox file. No, then if, if, she, if she got all those and she homeless, why she don't just sell the car? What's it mean? Because I was writing on GTA, nigga. Um, <laughs> this nigga broke. This nigga broke. <laughs> At least virtual whips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was written on GTA. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, y'all done just had me out here stupid dropping a bag. Y'all hey, that'd y'all be nuts. Had the least. What, what if GTA said, let? I found out they ain't really own their cars. Hey, what if what if GTA let you like really leash shit? Not Justin. They know his shit. If GTA let you leash shit, that'd be wild. You think niggas perfect real life? <laughs> <laughs> niggas. Niggas perping on a video game is crazy. Hey, that'll be right up Tony. That'll be right up Tony Alley telling niggas, my nigga, your shit leased. <laughs> <laughs> like I got like all twelve of these cars right here paid for cash. Hey. So I got the only house on the block. Only house on the block. Hey man, <laughs> no, that should be hilarious. Imagine like you know when niggas used to put like a bounty on your head. Imagine that shit like flashing in the whole fucking uh little lobby. It's like yo, this nigga leased Repo Man after this nigga. <laughs> Nah, they gonna be like, yeah, take the bounty off this nigga. All his cars leased. Did the nigga put a B on your head? Hey, yo, niggas put Matt. Hey, that's how you know. If you want to know if you got real friends, wait till niggas put money on your head in GTA and watch how quick Will Buster you turn. <laughs> you know, Will. Hey, Will definitely recoiled a few niggas. Hey, yo. <laughs> we used to say they'd be like, yo, they put a bounty on your head. What was like, yo, where this nigga at? And it was cool when we was all going for him. Niggas put money on my hair. Will looked right at his, his little pistol he pulled out. He was like, hey, yo, my nigga, you, you my uh, man. But you, but you, you wildin' though, like, my nigga. You basically telling me you would rather have another nigga had the money instead of me. That's crazy. <laughs> nigga, I nigga, wanted uncle, to live. This nigga Uncle I.T. <laughs> I wanted to live, man. You telling me, you telling me, like, all right, if a nigga, because these niggas coming to kill you. You in the car with me right now. Hey, don't ever hide Will's security. If you like, if you doing some possibly illegal shit, don't ever hide Will's a hit, man, man. They, as soon as they put a bounty on your head, he going to look at you like, yo, my man's look. 
I've been here for the whole time. He's going to be like, where you taking me? To these niggas that put that milli on you. <laughs> and dropping you straight. Yeah, he out here. <laughs> hey, you think bouncers hustle their boss? Like, yo, my nigga, you only pay me this. They got this much on your head. Like, what's it going to be? Depends on the boss. Like, niggas ain't, niggas ain't, like, <laughs> niggas ain't hustling Jay Prince. <laughs> <laughs> They got money on Jay. I ain't gonna start that conversation. Oh, um, Jay Prince, Jay Prince got motherfucking the golden gun off a of fucking 007 in his career. Like, you think nigga said that to El Chapo? Imagine nigga going to El Chapo like boss. I ain't raised. <laughs> that would be like instant shoot. Like niggas just might know. Like that's the code. Like you ask, you ask for a raise. Like niggas just drop you right there. About a raise, like nigga, I feed you every day. <laughs> Do, do being a henchman of a nigga, like, do being a henchman for, like, I was talking about a henchman. No, that's a henchman. <laughs> nigga shot up the government for El Chapo. El Chapo's son. Dude, that shit come with dental. <laughs> <laughs> hey, imagine nah, pulling up nah, to a deed. Only, only type of dental that come with is teeth removal, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I know niggas that work for El Chapo just to get their teeth fixed. <laughs> Hey, yo, imagine going to, like, Indeed and shit, no chapel bodyguard pop up. No, that's why, I, that's why, the, uh, that's why Joel's ain't never get his teeth shaved down. It's just still big deal. How many niggas turn to a life of crime for, like, for, like, <laughs> to pay their medical bills? No, In niggas, America, niggas, all of them. <laughs> niggas, niggas, start, niggas started selling dimes trying to pay a couple of bills and shit. <laughs> hey, when, when kids, when... As a as a Baltimore native, when Kiss called uh Zeke the fat nigga from Drew Hill, I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. The fact that Zeke ain't spit one rhyme. <laughs> my girl said, my girl said, who is that? I said hey, hey, the fact that they had hell real JR right there, 40 Kyle up there is crazy. The fact hey, I literally said when when Cam Cam ain't let my man AR right out there, I said that's a problem. I didn't recognize Cam at first. I swear. See, Cam, see, Cam fucked it. And like, and Cam had a good performance. I want to, I want to state that. Cam actually was like able to rap and like he sounded good live. Um, the fact Cam didn't come out though in the pink was kind of wild. Missed opportunity. Definitely that, that, missed opportunity. Absolutely. Like Cam was supposed to come out there in the pink fur. Like it was it was them supposed niggas, to them work. Niggas, them niggas don't fuck with each other like that, man. Like I ain't gonna say it like it's beef, but they just don't fuck with each other like that. Like Nah, it's definitely beef. Them niggas diss each other like every other year. Nah, I don't think it's beef though. I think them like niggas, they was just you know, asking like, like yo, where my they was just asking. Jim was just asking Cam like two years ago, yo, die. What's what's the money look like? And Jim went out loving hip hop. Yeah, that was two years ago. I'm talking about right now though. Like you know, it's every you know, other year, niggas going to start hey, beefing in a week. Wait, but it might be all copacetic, but like. It's definitely not Child came out and my fucking spell Beyonce. Beyonce was on fire. You said spell what? <laughs> spell copacetic. It ain't no T. It's copacetic. Or copacetic. I'm gonna put. Hey, I'm gonna put thirty-seven cents on that. Look it up. Tony, you call it educators. Is there a T in that bitch? No, it's not. Come on, my nigga. I have no idea. I'm not gonna lie. Nigga, there's a T. No, it's not. Damn, why this nigga know so much? You ain't even college on, educated. Nigga, like, you talking about, you talking about <laughs> the institute. Like, that, nigga like, said, <laughs> that nigga said how he knows so much. You're not even college educated. 
It's only it's only one nigga that's highly uneducated on this show. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. I own that though. <laughs> like niggas right. can't clown me. No, and that's self Yes, we can. Niggas can't clown. No, I own that shit. Just because you just because you own up to being stupid, don't mean we can't clown you being stupid, nigga. Nah, whatever. <laughs> hey, no, it's fucked up. Because like next week at Ross, I'm security. And they want me to like call out people to look shady. And I'm hold, like, on, my nigga, nigga, like, hold on, my nigga. You security at Ross? <laughs> you lost prevention? <laughs> Are you a snitch? <laughs> All that TI shit you've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was, hey, no, I hope hold they don't on, hear this. On, but like, for just, real. How you, hold on. How you just trying to find me <laughs> in there, though? Like, I, is this the is this the first time you heard about this Tony? You knew this nigga was like loss prevention. He texted up. They said I gotta work, Ross. So I'm like, <laughs> like no, but don't say the nigga said. Did he tell you he was telling on people like if they were stealing? Hey, yo, <laughs> no, he didn't say that part. <laughs> no, nah, let me say this though, and I hope niggas don't hear me. But if that they do, whatever. Like if y'all fire me, y'all fire me. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but. Niggas was trying to tell me like all the rules of the job and shit, right? It's like you're supposed to call people out, like you're supposed to greet people, um, and, like you know, greet them when they leave, enter, greet them when they leave, um, you know, see if anyone looks shady, whatever. And but then they said it's like, all right, if someone trying to steal, you're supposed to ask him, is like, sir or ma'am, would you like to make a purchase? <laughs> and then they said, but you can't. Block them, you can't touch them, you can't do nothing. Like, you can't do nothing. So I was like, all right, so if niggas want to steal, they could just steal. <laughs> yeah, but you, you just got you just gotta make sure you ask them why they're buying that first. Hey yo, I'm what I'm telling you, like I've seen like other SPS and like the managers have to do it too. And oh, so like, you ain't no you ain't no snitch. My bad, Justin. I don't want to put this, no, no smut. No, I'll be SP, I'll be SPS starting next Monday. Um, but it paid more, so I was cool with it. What's that? Uh-huh. I ain't gonna tell I ain't gonna tell niggas what I make. No, nah, no, nah, I ain't saying how much you make. You said you're gonna be what? He said S- the title. <laughs> SPS. It's supposedly it's called SPS. That's loss prevention. Is you telling them? <laughs> Nigga, I did it last Friday, and I ain't say SPS. nothing about nobody. And like three niggas stole, and by the third S- one, they was like, "Yo, you gotta start calling niggas." S- <laughs> <laughs> you better get fired. S- SPS stands for Sense Sunpose and Snitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> hey yo, hey yo, hold on. Hey man, look, that's like that's like when Rick Ross was a corrections officer. <laughs> it's deeper than rap. <laughs> hey yo, oh shit! But oh, shit. is it? It's just an inside job type of thing, though, Justin. You you only work you only uh, work loss prevention to get the good shit when it come in. Yo, my nigga, they don't even like. Man, look, man, niggas niggas come in with empty baby strollers, leave out, <laughs> leave out with a fifty pounder in that bitch. It's like, it's like that fucking all about the Benjamin scene with Mike Epps and the old lady. Nah, you know what was that? Uh, what was that next Friday when he was like, he said, I'm a Paul. He said, you ain't a Paul. He said, you ain't you, Paul. You just a Paul, nigga that's still. still. <laughs> oh, man. Hell, no, the shit I've seen niggas like stealing Ross is hilarious. What, kind of, what, kind, of weapons, what kind of weapons they give you? Like a flashlight and what else? Nothing. <laughs> you, 
You got the flashlight, right? No. I said, I don't need no fucking weapons. I don't got no flashlight. That nigga said, I got knees and held up his hands. And uh, touch nobody. I get in trouble if I try to stop the nigga who's stealing from the store. And uh, them, them, niggas, them niggas telling you to stop niggas from stealing but not giving you a weapon is crazy. Imagine, imagine niggas jump Justin and Ross. <laughs> hey, yo. The shit. Imagine them asking niggas would they like to make a purchase and they say, mind your business. <laughs> niggas don't it's even not, say that. Them out. Niggas literally go, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna start this thing out for some Hanes, for some fucking, for some Hanes taglers. <laughs> that's, that's super wild. Yo, the shit that like, so. They can stomp you out for the, for the Stephon Marbury's. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can get stomped out for the Starberries, star my nigga. I'm a, I'm starberries a- or the Shaq. If you get stomped out for Starberries <laughs> or Shaq's. <laughs> Man, look, I'm going to tell you the three funniest shit I've I seen stolen, right? So then we're going to end on this because um, I was told to end at 8 and, you know, it's 8.30. Um, so the three funniest shit I've seen stolen. So the first off, this one nigga just, like, walked in and he was like, yo, this is last Friday, right? Um, and he was like, yo, my nigga, they got shat guard in the door. And I just kind of, you know, got to do, like, the fake laugh or whatever. Like, and this nigga go through. And I noticed I'm like... All right, cool. Nigga didn't grab a cart. Whatever. Um, bro goes straight to the backpacks. <laughs> he go to the backpacks. This nigga got a backpack. And I'm like, I, you ain't even trying to be subtle about this. <laughs> uh, uh, can, can I guess the race? Because I think you might have been profiling, dog. <laughs> I'm not wearing straight up with his shirt. This nigga put in some shirts in the backpack. <laughs> No, but were you racially profiling? I didn't racially profile. I didn't call nobody out. I got in trouble for that. I didn't race. I ain't call nobody out. But I was kind of looking at man. That, when you got in trouble, did you tell him like I ain't no damn snitch? <laughs> <laughs> was was fan of the Latino descent? Bro, grab some shirts. What race was he, nigga? He was. He was you know, he might have been a little African American. Oh man, he was supposed to at least cap man. for the internet and be like, nah, he was a white male, blonde hair, blue eyes. <laughs> no, that's what I said. <laughs> I can't say that story, but I got, I got a funny story for the text messages, though. Um, that's a that's a story that can't make the mic. Um, bro went over there, and I'm like watching this nigga still, and I'm just like, hey, yo, my man, like, you're not even trying to be clever. <laughs> this nigga walking, I'm gonna get fired. He saw you and said, oh, we good. He said, got a brother in this bitch. Yeah, they like, oh, yeah, he just said for a check. He don't want no static. <laughs> My man went over to the shoes. Nigga put about three or four shoes in his bitch. Shoes? Damn. Hey, nigga went over to the dressing room, looked at the dressing room. Nigga said, nah, I don't need to try none of this on. I'm good. Hey, bro, walked to the line. And this nigga, he looked at the line and said, nah, I'm good. Start walking towards the door. <laughs> the manager looked at him like, hey, sir, would you like to make a purchase? This nigga walks straight out with his finger <laughs> up. Like, fuck y'all. <laughs> hey, no, that, that raw is sweet as hell. That's, that's, a, that's a lick. <laughs> that's like, you know, it, it can't be, it can't be no way too crazy because, like. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you, no, we got this some nigga, shit. This niggas does go, this niggas. 
It's niggas like 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 working your position that's gonna strap for that. That's, that's gonna strap. They gonna strap. They gonna strap for that. That's a fact. Just not, not even because you steal it, but like if you walking out and I say, you know, sir, do you want to make a purchase? You give me the finger. Now you disrespecting me. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 that so you would have been better off just ignoring me. So now we got to scrap. <laughs> Yo. Imagine we see Justin on like on Twitter and shit getting into a scrap at the at the Ross, just just joking a nigga up. Hey yo, second one. This lady was in the line. That's I was a cashier this day, so I didn't have to. I was in security, and but this lady was looking the line, and I kind of noticed like this lady was like tapping the feet like mad hard, like so she was you know she was impatient or whatever, right? She was trying to get to the. She was mad. She was upset that it was the line was this line was taking this amount of time. And now she waited through the whole line until she got to the front of the line. <laughs> and then she saw the people that were like, we were at, uh, there was three cashiers that day and we were all helping somebody out and they all had like 20, 30 items in their purse and they uh, basket or whatever. And so, uh, <laughs> and I look up, cause I go to scan something. I look back to the right. I see this lady every time. She's like fucking stopping her feet. And as soon as she at the front of the line, she just said, yo, fuck this shit. And just fucking darts for the fucking door. But she's going towards the wrong door. So she's going towards the indoor has an out sensor. So like on the outside of the store. So people like coming in and the outside's got an inside, right? Well, she's going to the inside door. And she don't realize that bitch ain't just don't naturally open. And so she slams it <laughs> as hard as she fucking can. And that's when I learned the, the door got a sensor too for impact. And she fucking hit that shit, and that pitch went open, and she was like, fuck this, and left. But the manager ain't, and the SPS and the manager ain't say shit until she slammed the door. Like, as soon as she slammed the door, they were like, man, would you like to make a purchase? And she just fucking ran. Um, And the last one, uh, this I thought was clever. These niggas acted like they robbed the bank. These niggas had a whole cart um, full of shit, and they got up towards um, the, uh, what do you call it? Oh, give me one second. Hold up real quick. <laughs> Ross, Ross heard this nigga snitching. Yeah, they, they, they called him like. <laughs> Hey, they part ways with this nigga live on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they said, yeah, turn in your badge and flashlight. <laughs> we got word. We're going to need your whistle in the morning. <laughs> hey, no, they definitely gave y'all a whistle. They gave him a whistle and some fucking dog spray. <laughs> this nigga with a whistle and a little and a little mace that the bitches no, hey, that's why what, what they tell you, you gotta turn your, your whistle and your dog spray. Nah, I don't got shit, dog. Oh, but there was these niggas, they did a full-on like GTA crime. These niggas had a what was get- it called on GTA? What was it? A heist they heist, they yeah. a heist. <laughs> These niggas had a getaway car ready. Like these getaway niggas all had on. like <laughs> and like you and I <laughs> They, the you can't contain. So they some stores have t-shirts. Some stores have a detaining program. We don't got that. So these well, niggas I wish pulled the up. Would try to detain me and Ross. 
Hey, I'm going to hear that nigga on the fucking coat rack. Niggas was boosting men and all the pillowcases. Hey, no, Ross pillows be all right, though. <laughs> no bullshit. No, they they feel like we bought some like damn bamboo material pillows before one day. I was like, oh shit, these are probably the best pillows we ever got. The getaway driver at Ross is crazy. That's Imagine wild. that nigga just outside with the hazards on, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> nigga definitely ain't got no plates on the whip. He got the templates in the window. So <laughs> those ain't legit. He, he borrowed that. He borrowed the confidence system of my baby cousin Tracy. <laughs> so, so, you know. Hey, man, that shit is wild, bro. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hold up. Oh, shit. I had to. I, hey, yo, I had to use the bathroom. I was trying to wait till the episode was over. Um, uh, you, told, you said you had to be out by 8 o'clock. <laughs> that was 36 minutes ago. Your girl gonna whoop your ass. Uh, my, girl, my girl texted me talking about, yeah, you recording way longer than your, than your normal time. I'm like, yeah, just to tell them the stories about being a snitch. So these <laughs> niggas had like when handfuls when of your shit. girl out getting drunk somewhere, so you good money. <laughs> uh, those no, those days are top tier. Like just and, and, and value those days so much. Like that's value them shits. Um the uh what do you call it nice so these niggas had like a full cart worth of shit and then niggas started picking up shit out of their cart and i kind of looked at them and i was like all right you know maybe they just you know because they uh, they look normal look normal i was like all right fine they cool whatever they buy too much stuff i've seen niggas running crazy bills at ross and then bro started looking around and like they looking to the left <laughs> looking to the right i just went the wrong direction it's cool um, <laughs> and- <laughs> You got to be the worst loss prevention nigga ever. Niggas <laughs> looked outside. I see this car like pull up and like break hard as hell, right? Like we can hear the shit screeching. And I'm like, hey, yo, my man's like, what's going on, man? Imagine how long them niggas was casing the joint. Just looking at you fucking looking at the wrong direction and shit. Somebody asked you where, the, where y'all keep the towels. <laughs> like oh yeah, they like, said the nigga at the door. He 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 fooled. We good. They, they pulled up in one of the little vans with the sliding doors on them. The snatcher nigga joint. Ain't <laughs> hey, no bullshit. They was in a van though. Hold up, hey, niggas. Niggas screeched hard as hell, and niggas knew that was like the sign. Like that was what can't say. That was the bad symbol. <laughs> niggas heard that screech and just ran towards the fucking door as fast as they could. Got in the fucking getaway car. <laughs> niggas sped off. I was like, they looked at me like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, them niggas fast. What you want me to do? <laughs> they say, what the fuck y'all want me to chase after these niggas? Because they, hey, they gonna be like, some look, we, leave- done lost, we done lost more money since you've been working here. Because they took some Levi's boxes. <laughs> like, y'all niggas want me to run it down for that? I said, when they asked me to drop, when they asked me, like, because um, I was a backup for a week. That's how I got, that's how I worked the one day. And they asked me to, like, all right. <laughs> they were like, we need you to be a backup. Dude, I already know what, I already know what. security. Some niggas be coming in wrong, like, you know what happened to the last two security guys. <laughs> yeah. They, they asked me to be the backup. 
and that's all I worked the one day. And then um, when I did that, um, then someone left, and they're like, "All right, cool. You you know, we're gonna hire you full time." They gonna find your ass anyway. <laughs> I asked the manager. I was like, <laughs> you, ain't, "You ain't even willing to risk your life for the job." <laughs> I asked her, and I was like, "Hey, let me be honest with you. This is the second job." <laughs> what are, what are the chances I can like really get hurt doing this shit? Because I'm not down to die for no Ross product. <laughs> hey, hey Tony, you know you heard you know what Molly told Dede. He said, oh, no, you know what they told Dede now when they was doing security at Molly. He said, you know what happened to the last security guard? <laughs> this, this nigga ain't even sneaking a box cutter into the into the workplace. You got you got watch some YouTube videos on how to get the razor <laughs> underneath your tongue without cutting your shit off. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> niggas had um. What if, what if niggas stick that joint up? Imagine the niggas pulling the You can have whatever you want. You can have whatever you want, nigga. I ain't getting shot for no Ross product. That nigga stick that joint up. If you pull a gun out to Rob Ross, you a wild nigga. Nigga, be like, hey, big man. Hey, big man. Straight yo. What size shoes is these? Justin gonna be like your size. <laughs> that nigga had Justin that bitch barefoot. Say, <laughs> he say, yeah, give me the socks too. <laughs> hey yo, end this show, yo, end this show. <laughs> hey man, look. Last come before we get out of here to the oh, to man. the. I gotta tell a story about when McDonald's got robbed. I gotta tell a story. Oh shit! Oh shit! We're gonna do that a different day because I got, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I go. the uh to the raising under the tongue shit. So my aunt works in the courthouse, and I remember there was a day they could just keep coming with stories. Like <laughs> <laughs> they just don't want to go to sleep. <laughs> hey man, she went. She works in the courthouse, and there was a day at my high school. We took uh the seniors took a yearly trip to the courthouse. And you got to sit in on like different um, cases and whatever hearings. And the day we were supposed to go was the day she, it was at her courthouse is when we were supposed to uh, go visit. And um, I didn't go because I didn't give a fuck. So I was like, right, I'm going to stay home today. So but my class went and they ended up getting stuck where they weren't allowed in the courthouse. And they basically were just stuck outside for five hours because niggas cut his lawyer up in the courthouse. And this is in the same room. Uh, that my aunt was in because the nigga had a razor blade um, that he pulled out from his mouth and slashed his, slur- his lawyer with. And and that was crazy. Like, everybody was talking about the school or whatever, and it was crazy. And so I got a text. I was in school that day. And I asked my aunt when she got home. I was, she was like, yeah, but it wasn't even like the him cutting his lawyer. It was like, my, like, where did you stash the razor blade? Like, you know how you get checked when you went to a courthouse? But that's that's like why it's only wild though, because it's like you can't really be mad at dog if like if you cost me if you cost me some years behind bars, like come on my nigga, like you get paid good money. You get paid good money to do what you do. They said they said my man disrespected his family, so we had to cut him. He wasn't even convicted yet. That man, like, you can't let a nigga disrespect your people. That's a fact. They're just telling a the nigga, like, yeah, you going home. He told him he was gonna have to do overnight. You ain't gonna even get no Sally. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the judge made the guy was talking about twenty years. That nigga said, "I know the." He said, "I know the judge." He said, "Go off every Tuesday. We could get you probation." <laughs> <laughs>
That nigga, he, 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 said, you can, he said, you can, you call your ride. You can, you can, <laughs> you, you can walk straight up out of here. They come back with a verdict. That nigga said 25 to life. <laughs> he said, I'm going to make it easy. I'm going to make it easy for y'all. Life. Just life. <laughs> oh, hey, shit. yo. Hey, man. I got to go. Hey, man, oh, we appreciate all y'all that are listening. Appreciate uh, oh, the best month we ever had here at Hard Foul. Um, shout out to y'all for listening. Appreciate it. Love it. Uh, don't forget, as always, all the all the names at Woodbill underscore MVO, at Italkalot 9080, at underscore HFN, or at, at Shadow Riley. Um, hard to find out. We're on Twitter and Instagram, man. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We're going to be back next week. Peace.